Welcome, welcome to Super S Anime Podcast, presented by ComicBasters.com. I am your host, Dustin, joined by my co-host, Lindsay. Hi! Lindsay, how yes. the hell are you? A little warm. A little, little just like a little. June, June weather. Yeah, June was, it was like, May was just like all nice, and it was just like, yeah, we're gonna have some days in the 70s, and it'll be like a little hot around 3 o'clock, and then... You know, it'll go away, and then June hit, and it was just like, fuck you, fuck <laughs> you, 85 all day. <laughs> no. We were like, 85, 85, and then we're like, oh, how about 103 for a few days? Okay, we'll go back down to 85, and oh, wow. about time for 102 again. I didn't have it that bad. I only had one day of 90, and I was just like, go to hell. For- Why is it on a Friday? <laughs> you really make me hate Friday right now, SoCal. <laughs> that's it that's enough weather i guess people are just like shut up you guys are always just complaining about the heat <laughs> I'm like well we're old and we fucking hate weather we're not even that old so imagine when i'm 80 i'm just gonna be like fuck the world we should just kill this thing already makes sense that's what the baby boomers thought they were just like it's too hot let's just kill this thing let's just get rid of it or make it consistently hot either one is fine Um. So. So well, I was gonna say, I have <laughs> you've been enjoying the uh, the the disastrous life life of Saki, correct? I just I figured we could just touch on that for a moment. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! It did you did you finish season me. one? No. That's fine. Okay. It was just like I started just. I'm just gonna watch one episode. <laughs> I yeah, admit, I was like, "Oh, this this was uh, this was funny, huh? This might be hard to get through. Maybe I made a mistake." Nah, that's how it just starts, and you're just like, "But something about it, you're just like, I could go for one more though. So, I could do yeah. one more." I ha- I did stop kind of mid episode of the first one, but then I watched, then I picked it up, and then I, by the end of that, I'm like, oh, "I'll watch one more," and I think that's when they bring in Nindo, and I'm like. I love this show. Oh yeah, Nindo is. Have you met? <laughs> oh have you God. met his father yet? Yes, I've only uh, seen him once, though. When the oh. spiritual guy was like, "Oh, I thought he was a ghost." <laughs> this is why uh, and he shows him Nindo's dad. But that's that's kind of all he's been in it so far. That's kind of like I don't know. That's kind of all all that he really does. It's, it doesn't really ever go to him or whatever, but all right, that's good. I mean, the, the second season I'm on that it's, mm-hmm. I, I can't say it's as good, but um, I mean, it is and it isn't. They do some things where you're just like, you're like, all right, kind of just kind of just milking the, the same idea now, but all right, whatever. And then, but they introduce some more characters because they're just like, we got to add more characters, like everything. <laughs> If there's not enough, we're 
<laughs> we've worn these six out. We need more characters. Um, but the, one of the characters introduced, I was just like, yes, this is very acceptable. This is very, 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 very acceptable. So I look forward to when you get there. And then maybe we can just do a big, big discussion about it. So. Okay. Yeah. No, gosh, it's hard to, it's hard to quit. Yeah, I know. I like that's why I blitzed through the first season in like three days. I was just like, "There's not enough hours in the day for this show right now." And then when I was just like, second season already started," let me catch up. It took me like a day. I was just like, "No, nah, I'm gonna watch all 17 that are out right now." Just, just today. <laughs> you didn't tell me that cute little cat had a bandana on. Oh, I should. Yeah, I should have. Uh, he's he adorable. has a rival in the second season. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> and it's hilarious, but. Yeah. <laughs> really great recommendation. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you enjoy it. Now, what's your recommendation of something you've been watching or <laughs> as we typically do an anti recommendation? Either one. I don't know. I don't know what's coming at me. Oh, this I recommend, but I know you're going to hate it as soon as I say what it is. Uh Oh, Okay. Okay. It I'm ready. <laughs> Blue Exorcist Kyoto Saga. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. The listeners are writing. <laughs> and Dustin. Boo. <laughs> All right. Well, go I ahead and. Left I, it. I'm tune out for a minute. <laughs> there was no sand monsters. Hmm. Still. Yeah, no, I think um, that's like way hell in the future. Okay. Well, I I liked this because the first season I really liked the beginning of, but then I didn't like the second half. And this storyline reminds me of the first half. Hmm. And I just really, really liked it again. Did- and I watched the whole thing in, I think, three days. Oh, it's only like twelve episodes, though, right? Well, yeah, but that's like two hours a day. What? Well, hey, no, I I understand that, but I was, just give me some context since I was just talked about <laughs> blitzing seventeen episodes of Saki, which is twenty four <laughs> minutes each. So, but um, uh, well, yeah, it's only twelve episodes. Still an impressive number, Lindsay. <laughs> it's. It's its own story, so like it's um, it takes place after the end of the first season, but the whole thing just kind of wraps up in its own little story arc, which I think is great because you get to know like some of the characters because you go to Kyoto where like three of the the guys who know each other are from, and you meet like their families and you get a little more backstory to them, along with this whole new threat that he's got to overcome he's got to exercise the demons he's lacking confidence because <sighs> his friends are kind of scared of him because he's got blue flames just like satan and it, he's like you know he's means- out now as the son of satan He's the hottest flame. <laughs> and he is, because they keep saying like, oh, if you go out of control, you're going to kill everybody. So he is kind of scared to use his flames because he doesn't want to hurt his friends. 
as my cat makes an appearance. Shut the hell up, cat! <laughs> Don't you yell oh back at me? <laughs> yeah, everyone like that. I hear that about fifty times a day now. He's like, I'm old and senile. <laughs> he anyway. sounds hungry. <laughs> um, Trust me, he is not. <laughs> Probably just took a crap or something. He just let me know how good. He's like, status update. Shit has left the body. <laughs> All done, sir. I'm like, shut up. I don't want your status update. Anyway, Lindsay, sorry. That's enough about my cat's butthole. <laughs> so, um, Blue Exorcist opens with them uh, trying to protect this, like, I don't know, I guess a relic. It's like the left eye of the impure king who is like a big demon that I, I guess killed a lot of people. And this guy was able to. So kill not him. Satan, no. but a different guy that. Yes. Was... He's where, a, a rock demon. In, is this. Uh... Is this modern day or is this like, uh, I don't know, like a billion years in the future because we're just ignoring like a lot of uh, time (laughs) that we have charted? Um, No? I guess modern day. I thought it was modern day. They went sightseeing in Kyoto and he wanted to see Kyoto Tower. (laughs) So how long was this demon's reign? Like five days? He's like, I killed like. Oh no, no! Like his reign was like way, like way back. Like I think a hundred and I think maybe a hundred years ago. So, but they like they kept his eyes for some reason, and he's got a left eye and a right eye, and they're in different locations. Yeah, but like these eyes are fucking sick. (laughs) I put this on my mantle. No, dude, it's a demon eye. All right whole fireplace. That was it, Lindsay. You're just going to have to <laughs> move on, I guess. That, if that's okay. not working for you, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> so, uh, one of the exorcists that they're working with to help stop the person who's stealing the eye turns out to be the bad guy who's double-crossing the exorcist and taking the eye for himself. No, no, did not yeah. ever see that coming at all. <laughs> An inside job. Oh. <laughs> so, of course, he gets away. But he does kind of start planting doubt in Yukio, Ren's brother, the one who doesn't have uh, the blue flames. And wait, that, did that guy uh, get outed yet? That he's a he's a son of Satan, too? Yeah, he did. And he had flames for a little bit, but then they, like, all went away. So, like, I guess they don't count him. They're like, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, which I think is, like, makes him, like, mad. Because he, like, hates Rin, but he also, like, hates himself. He's huh. he's going through some some time right now. <laughs> he's going and Rin's some- still all happy-go-lucky like normal. And, um, the bad guy. I don't even remember his name. He looks weird, though. Um, But he's like, hey, I used to be just like you, and, you know, I did what my family wanted me to do, just like you are. And finally, I just got sick of it and said, I'm going to start doing stuff for me. Hence the giant demon eyeball. (laughs) I assume it's really big. Is it really big? Is it small? Is it a normal eyeball? 
Yeah, it's a small, normal little eyeball. That they sucks. put it in their own eyes. Oh, that's disgusting and really <laughs> gross. Just both of those things. I mean, they're the same thing. But no, they're not. <laughs> one is disgusting and one is gross. <laughs> so... What does that even do? Hold on. What does that even do? He's just like, watch me put this weird eyeball in my eyeball. And they're just like, does he have to carve out his his own eyeball? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because the snake girl later, she puts it in there, but she's like not strong enough to handle it. And her eye starts bleeding. Oh, she that's attractive. She back out pretty quick. But, and then she never regains like the sight in her eye. Her eye is like permanently messed that? up. That's risk reward, not worth it, right there. <laughs> She's like, ah, I got no depth perception, and I should have probably known I wasn't strong enough for this shit. But hey, I'll never cut pancakes straight again. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I'm over here. She's like, well, yep, see? Totally thought you were in front of me. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. She got fired from being an exorcist for being a traitor. Oh. oh. But then she got a marriage proposal, so... You oh. Know. Things are looking up. She's yeah. like, hey, if I can't kill demons and betray <laughs> other people, then I guess I'll just pop out a baby. <laughs> um, so, Rin and his little group of students get sent to Kyoto, where the right eye of the impure king is being held. And you see the families of, like, three of his friends. And so you get to know them and their backstory. And one of the one of his friends that he's always having a fight with, his mm-hmm. dad is the priest of their little temple that guards the eye. And a lot of people, like, start throwing suspicion at him that he's the traitor. But really, he's harboring this huge secret that he can't share with anybody. What's, what's the secret? Does he share it with everyone? He does, and then it breaks the the, the pact. Yeah, a pact with what? Well, I guess okay, because his dad or his dad's dad, whenever whoever was around when the impure king was, you know, making trouble, made a pact with this fire god that, um, like the fire god would like live inside of him or something and help them defeat the impure king but he has to keep it a secret because the fire god likes secrets and he likes all the distrust and suspicion that it causes so he's like if you tell anybody then our pack's over so it's more like a fire demon because i mean why would oh well i guess he was kind of a demon he looks weird he looks so what, like if if they call bird. him a fire god, he's a fire god. But I'm just like, that's stupid. <laughs> Maybe he is a demon. I like all the distrust. I am your fire god. And I'm just like, <laughs> but he's so cute and tiny, and you don't think he'd Why would be. You want to live in someone else, though. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Again, and gross. <laughs> he's like, buddy, you gotta lay off the baked beans because you're fucking killing me in here. I'm ready to explode. You catch my drift. And then the other big secret is that the impure king was never defeated. They couldn't kill him. They could only like pull out his eyes, I guess. And so he's sealed beneath their temple. Like he's 
he's just like frozen and suspended. He's like, can't wait till I get my fucking eyesight back. <laughs> I'm just sitting here in the dark. <laughs> so, what happens to Papa when the the fire demon's like, oh man, you fucked up. You told people, I'm out. Ooh, the bad guy, the the one who's like stealing the eyes, uh-huh. um, sneaks up behind him right right after the the fire demon's like, well, our pack's over, and stabs the priest through the throat. <laughs> Okay, but what happened? I don't care about the dad. I just want to know what the... I mean, I did care. I wanted to know if he, like, combusted or something, but stabbed the throat. I guess that's fine. Yeah. He had it coming. Don't break packs. <laughs> I mean, that's just obvious. Well, somehow, somehow they saved him, so, you know. No what casualties. The, Yay! What the fuck? <laughs> okay, what happens to the fire demon, though? I mean, He makes the pact with the dad's son, with Rin's friend. The but if they all who- fucking know about it, how's that a secret? <laughs> He makes a different blood pact because I guess the dad He's like, had you two touch your dick, I blow it right off. <laughs> <laughs> so the fire demon ends up um, he had two packs with them. Yes, he had two different ones. He had the one about, I guess, the impure king, but then he had like a different pact that was still in effect, and I can't remember why because then the guy got stabbed through the throat and. And so the fire demon, I guess, kept him alive, even though his throat was bleeding um, long enough for when Rin and Bon got there to transfer into Bon because he was the son. So his blood is the same. I see. So, I mean, some of this sounds like it could be cool if it was just like its own fucking story. But the fact that this is just just a, a drop in the bucket for all this other shit going on. So then the Empire King just be like, wake up and be like, I don't need fucking eyes. I got fists of fucking fury. Uh, 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 uh. No. Oh, no. Because, um... I love how excited you are for this. Like, even though I'm just, like, trying to no-sell this, you're like, no, it's really great. I'm glad you asked that. Sorry. The bad guy, like, gives the, the eyes to the Empire King because he goes, oh, I didn't really care about that. That was just a ruse to get this priest because he was really reclusive because he had the secrets he was keeping uh-huh. um he's all this was just to get you out in the open so i could stab you in the throat and then he picked up the like specifically the in the throat nowhere else would do <laughs> sorry and then he picks up the fire demon and eats him i thought the fire demon went into the other guy Oh, no, because he, he's like, a, I guess, a phoenix thing. So, like, part of him, like, rekindled so, to stay with the priest. But the other part of him got eaten by the bad guy. So that the fire god, like, was, like, literally, like, in the guy's stomach. <laughs> and he was like, ah, oh, it burns. <laughs> My balls are burning. Oh, what are you doing down there, fella? <laughs> yeah, so he, and, oh. he eats him. This is all very confusing, Lindsay. This is why I asked what happened to the fire demon. I feel misled now. Oh. So he eats the fire demon. Yeah, but then he, like, kind of revives as, like, a mini fire demon. And that's the one that goes with Bon. But why did he... create the barrier for the impure king. But why did he eat the fire... Oh, to drop the barrier? So he could get... Yes. Well, the bad guy ate the... Because he just wanted to get more power. Well, how does eating a fire god demon thing give you more power? Uh, Sounds like it gives you heart. He had flames. Only they weren't blue, but he was covered in flames. 
He's like, this shit hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He goes, oh, that's, that, that hurts a little more than I thought it would, but I'll get used to it. <laughs> I'll get used and to it. Yeah, when my nerve endings that... are fried. <laughs> then it gives him the ability to regenerate, too. So he kept getting shot and pulled apart, and he would just go back together. <laughs> so the Empire King is still locked away. No, he comes out and starts spreading all over the mountainside, and it's up to Rin to save everybody. Does Rin defeat him, or yes, he because then his sword, because he's so afraid of hurting people, mm-hmm. um, he can't pull the sword out anymore. Um, so finally, he he pulls out his sword. Is what you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> And it's big and flaming. <laughs> and goes full demon. <laughs> That's you just invented a sex term. Better to go full demon. <laughs> no, thank you. We're done here. And the the girl who helps train Rin, who like wears the Daisy Dukes and the little bikini top that she's has like I'm out of place. No <laughs> Uh, when the Empire King starts like emerging, someone's like going, "Oh my gosh, I'm so scared!" And this is this is a big demon. And she goes, "Oh, you get used to the size after a while." Oh Jesus! And then she goes, "Although I've never seen one that big." Of course. <laughs> wow! Wow, Lindsay. Well, I don't have any more painful questions, so if there's anything else you want to tell us about um, big flaming blue demon dick, <laughs> um, you just you go right ahead. It was it was fun. I I liked kind of getting a little more depth to some of these characters. I enjoyed the storyline. I liked some of the jokes. And it just seemed like kind of a, a return to the first part of Blue Exorcist, which, which I really enjoyed. Hmm. Mephisto stayed out of it for most of the time. What about Lucifer or Shane? The believable <laughs> Boba. Or, uh, no, they weren't there. <laughs> or the devil. Was the devil there? <laughs> no... We're all devils. No, well, you see how that doesn't work. <laughs> Your terminology is pissing me off. <laughs> I'm the impaired king. Just making shit up now. Um, sounds lovely, and uh, yeah. people. It was. People I'm excited fans, for, for the next one. Is there going to be a next one? I think so. There's a movie too. I didn't know there was a movie. Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, I mean, yay, <laughs> yay! I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll try watching like an episode and see if I hate it less than I hated the manga. But man, that manga—I was just like, "Whoo, stretching much? Are you stretching the story much?" <laughs> I thought this moved okay. I thought it moved pretty good. All right, then. Well, it is uh, time to get our 
recap on. <laughs> Tokyo Ghoul re-style. Still not sure why the re's at the end, but whatever. Doesn't make any damn sense. Why is it at the end? I mean, I know it looks cool, but is it? Is it cool? Sound off, everyone. Is it cool to have the re at the end? Seems like that should be the beginning. No thoughts on that, huh, Lindsay? Okay, well, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So we got. I know you wanted me to sound off. <laughs> well, of course I want you to sound off. You're the only person that can sound off on on live air. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's yeah, it's cool. I know you're kind of saying it wasn't, <laughs> but fuck you. <laughs> um, so. We're on episode seven, correct? I hope we are. I'm pretty sure yes. we covered six, right? We did. Yeah. All right. Rewatching some of six, I was like, we did not do a very good recap. <laughs> or at least I didn't. But oh well. Really? Nothing I feel happened. like I feel like we we kind of maybe glazed over the ending, but you know what? It's it's whatever. It's neither no, here nor there. Didn't. Everybody died. No, no Except one. The ones who didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? One of the bad guys died. No, it's it's fine. It's whatever. Um, so episode episode seven, I'm calling it the breather episode because they're just like, yes. like hey, man, we're just, hey, guys, we're just going to chill out for a minute. We're going to chill out because it's a long season and everyone needs a break. Everyone needs a break. We just did a big mission. Everyone needs to get, uh, you know, promoted. Everyone gets, <laughs> and the promotions are so dumb. Like, it's like a giant graduation ceremony with like all these motherfuckers over there. And it's like, Hey, you, you leveled up one. And it was just like, just send them a, an email or something. Why does everyone have to wear their Sunday best to come here and be like, sweet. I'm a special inspector. Number three. Now I used to be a four. <laughs> and then like, after you get past the, like basically what equates to being a detective. Then it just starts. They're just like, we just started having to make up shit because we realized like, there's not a lot of tears to this shit. So they're like, now you're a special, special inspector and you're a super special, a special inspector grade four and a half. And you're just like, what the fuck? Just can we just do normal names? Why is everyone a special inspector? It seems like there's too many of you guys, but whatever. If there's that many, I think they would just wipe out all the ghouls, personally. But, you know. <laughs> story sure and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the gang all gets uh, promoted. Um, I forget what Hase gets uh, promoted to. Something like... He's like, you can do it on your own type thing now. Or, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even matter. It's just like, mm. you're all going to be the same. And none of these titles are ever going to happen again until we have to do another <laughs> one of these weird ceremonies. <laughs> and uh, he they have a party to celebrate promotions and I, I think in the comic book it was actually around Christmas time and that was part of the celebration but in this they were just like yeah. it's just for the, the promotion and uh, he gives everyone these really thoughtful I pay attention to what you do gifts like you and then uh what was it? Is it Akira or Akima or something? The, the, his mentor dude that's like the mega super badass. Oh, um, Arima? Arima, yeah, that guy. He's just and like, his... you, you are like their father. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> it's more like their mom because he likes to cross dress. Get it? Ah, you'll get it. You get it. 
What are you going to say, Lindsay? Um, and then the girl, Akira. Yeah, yeah. Was there too. I just call her Motto. Motto too. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, your father was a creep. I don't mourn his death. <laughs> you shouldn't either. He was a creep. But whatever. <laughs> um... Then later, the best best entire scene of the entire fucking thing is when he ends up at the cafe by himself with all the old crew just there chilling. Probably just heartbroken as shit to see him sit there and not interact with him. So, which I thought was just like amazing and sad and great. And yeah. And then uh, he got a, a gift, which was his old mask and a book that. Uh, he liked which was that the one that the the owl girl wrote yeah yeah and don't they walk by each other yeah i think she actually is the one that delivers it for some weird reason or like adds to some i don't know she's she's super crazy so (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah that was that was real good too because then he's just like Oh, what just what the, what the deal with the masky thing? <laughs> no, the, but it was, um, it was like a chill up. So it was just like here's everyone's little gimmick for five seconds and done. Oh yeah, for sure. Anyway, what, what were you gonna say? They changed the visuals at the end uh, theme song just for that episode. Oh, did they? I completely was just like, don't even give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just included um, Arima and Akira oh. as part of their group. And then at the end, she puts down a picture that has like all of them together instead of just the, the I don't even remember what they call themselves. Uh, the Q squad? Yeah. It has um, the other two in there, too. Interesting. I cannot foresee them all taking a group photo. Who would take the picture? <laughs> <laughs> a kind stranger. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, kind stranger. Do you want to not run off with our camera because all of us could kill you? Oh, no pressure. <laughs> I hope I don't fuck this up. Click. <laughs> you want to look before I like finish wedding myself, or we cool? Yeah, that's. I did not notice that. So good, good catch. Anything else you want to add to episode seven? I mean, it was real, just basic shit. So. Yeah, I know. It was just, yeah. Kind of a a little baby reset. Yeah. Next one. Well, I will, I'll let you take episode eight. We'll just alternate that way. Oh, okay. Um, So this is about the gourmet. Yeah. And his family. Yeah, because all of a sudden he has a fucking family. You're just like, hmm, someone added a bunch of shit to this part of the story all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I don't, I don't really like all that. Yeah, it's, well, it makes sense in the manga, but, you know, as I constantly say, I feel like, because the story is vastly different. In this world, it does not make, I don't understand why all of a sudden they were like, you know what, just follow his story. It's actually pretty good. Like it was like you're already doing your own thing. Just do your own thing. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I don't even remember what they what they were even doing. Uh, well, they were trying to like starving. feed. Yeah, he's starving because he doesn't want to eat. 
and they've they've been picked up on the the uh, the CGC's radar because of they're hunting so much like extra for him, trying to find like like tasty delights or some shit. <laughs> okay, so then the the uh, oh gosh, hunter people. Doves. <laughs> the doves, yeah. I was just like, or CGC as I like to call them because I think doves is a dumb name. I'm like, I get it, y'all wear white, but fuck off. <laughs> 90% of you don't look good in the suit, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> so they make like a little task force to take care of this. And yeah. ally with like Fat Scarecrow. Oh, is that what you're um, calling him? I don't think he yeah. has a weird puppet face. He reminds me of a Scarecrow. Only he reminds me of like a stuffed. a weird child's doll that's been sewn together and then just like it's creepy. So did he, did he really like get an injury to his eye or is that just like a mask he likes to wear? Because he's no, he got fucking half eaten by a ghoul. So oh, that's his reconstructive surgery at its finest. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess, and part of his character is that he likes it that way because it makes him. Makes it difficult to look at or something. I don't know. He he sucks. He's a shit ass character. <laughs> Every time they show him, it's like fuck that guy instantly. Anyway, so yeah, they yeah they team up with they like combine yeah, three task force. Girl. Yeah, who I who I liked up until episode ten, which that was that will that will cover later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I liked her. I thought she did a really super good job uh, dispatching the gourmets, little ghouls. Yeah. With her freak-like they, abilities. They, <laughs> they end up capturing one of them, and then like the other one gets away. Yeah. And so the... What did you call him? Puppet, puppet face? Yeah, I mean, you could call him Scarecrow Guy. I don't, you know. That's fine. I mean, when you said it, I was like, yeah, I could see that, too. Because <laughs> he has a hat, too. I mean, yeah, I guess. But <laughs> not every Scarecrow has a hat, though. Like, Batman yeah. Scarecrow has a hat, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know what? The We're not going to argue. Scarecrow and the Wizard of Oz had a hat. All right, you've listed two scarecrows, <laughs> one of which might be loosely inspired off of the other, so I don't know if that one counts. <laughs> so, oh, name, so no, started. name another scarecrow. Go on, <laughs> I'll wait. Um, the Jeepers Creepers scarecrow. <laughs> like that, really? We we had to pull from Jeepers Creepers. But then he stops wearing the hat like halfway through or after the opening of the movie. I don't know. I don't know if I can get the, the judges are going to have to rule on that one. The, the judges rule the comments. So someone will have to weigh in and be like, no, we're going to count it. We're going to count it. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have one family friendly one and then two horrific ones. <laughs> Scarecrow in DC because he's actually could be horrific, and then Scarecrow and Jeepers Creepers because it's a horrific movie that anyone had to endure. So, <laughs> spoiler: uh... they take Justin Long's eyes at the end, and I was just like, "Really? That's the fucking fuck this movie." 
couldn't we have just done that? Couldn't we have just done that? We had to watch a whole movie of him trying to escape this? Fuck this movie. Anyway. <laughs> Do you have a fourth scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's a scarecrow in the movie Scarecrow. He's not wearing a hat, though. Well, then that, see, that proves my point that most scarecrows don't wear hats. I will, I will say the uh, episode of Supernatural in which they deal with scarecrows, none of them had hats. Oh, there's scarecrows in that? I mean, like one episode. It's nothing to, not to lose your shit. Okay, over. the scarecrow in The Messengers 2 has a hat. The Messengers 2? What the fuck is The Messengers 2? Um, what is Messengers 1? Messengers 2, the scarecrow. Okay, you did a Google search. This is cheating. <laughs> oh, did yeah. you do it? I'm going to do a Google search for scarecrows without hats. <laughs> yeah, well, it was even it was even a big one. Yeah, most of it is just dickheads with seeing pictures of dickheads with hats. Oh, the scarecrow and goosebumps had a hat. All right, fine. So <laughs> your argument has some validity. Let's move. Let's move on with this recap, Lindsay. Okay. Um, your scarecrow fandom. <laughs> Lindsay loves scarecrows. dot com. Coming soon. Uh, so the scarecrow guy is like torturing the ghoul that they captured. And, like, everyone seems to be real turned off of his methods. Yeah, because he's really just into killing. He's like a serial killer with a license to kill. Yep. Um, oh, Shark Tooth gets um, a new quink made out of the Nutcracker since he killed her. So, he yeah, gets- really weird tradition. <laughs> you know that person thing you killed? Here's a tool from them. Oh. <laughs> and then he keeps hearing, um, you know, like her last words, like, I just wanted to be pretty. And um, is this when you find out, like, his sister's got, like, a tree growing out of her eye? Uh, well, we found that out previously, but we didn't find out the context of why the Nutcracker's words uh, fucked him up until I, I think it was episode nine. I don't know oh, I okay. Okay. So whenever he, he shapes his shapes his head. No, yeah, it's gotta be no episode ten, because it's after he shaves his head, so Okay. So you don't even get to see what the weapon looks like because he doesn't even want to open it and he's like getting sick and everyone's like, Oh, that's okay, that's normal. It's normal, the puke is fine. Puke is fine. <laughs> Brush your teeth afterwards. Kills the enamel and you got that weird shark tooth thing going on. <laughs> I think this is also the it has to be this episode where they um they go to the mask guy, isn't that when they Oh yes and yeah, so I totally forgot about that part. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I say's new brilliant idea since you know dressing <laughs> up like women worked out so well is to dress up like ghouls. Technically it did work out, Lindsay. I mean sure <laughs> it was the one girl dressed like a girl that really made it work out, but <laughs> I mean, he had a very, like, 
cougar mom vibe going on. I think I think it would have worked out for him in the end. <laughs> so he goes up to this guy and he's just like, oh, do you do custom masks? And he's like, yep. And he was like, gosh, your eyes are, are really weird, like ghoul eyes. He goes, oh, yeah, they're tattoos. Well, I think his technically are because I think he did it. I think he did tattoo them so they were black all the time. But then also then when he switches to ghoul form, it doesn't matter. Because when, when they have the ghoul eyes, they always have those extra uh, veins and shit. So, I mean, if he was like ghouling out his eyes all the time, people would be like, you are definitely a ghoul, sir. I could see the veins. <laughs> hmm. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah, I love how they well, uh, kept his... Just once again, they kept how more important he was in the manga, and they just carried it over to this one. Like, man, this works, right? He was in two episodes of the, <laughs> the first two seasons. That works. Hmm? <laughs> anyway. Back to you. So, I feel he's suspicious, but Kaneki What? You don't uh, remember him? He's the clown guy. Well, yeah, he's the clown guy. Yeah, he's he, a bad ghoul. Yeah, well, here's the weird thing. So he was kind of reformed um, thanks to, you know, being in the, the 20th Ward. And he made Kaneki's mask, the eye patch mask and stuff. And uh, it was just after, uh, like, the Agori tree and the owl thing and, you know, all that stuff that the clowns got back together, essentially. So, yeah, but yeah he, was, he was he was the one. Now he's back to being bad. Well, technically, well, first, all the ghouls are technically bad in this world because they have to kill people. But he didn't actually kill anyone. If you if you rewatch those those episodes, he didn't actually kill anyone. But he was selling people to ghouls. I mean, hey, he was just doing his job, all right. <laughs> and only that one actor got sold. <laughs> Everyone else, human he, trafficking. <laughs> everyone else was saved. Airlines and Kaneki or. Heisei tells everybody his plan to catch ghouls. Yeah, in front of up the like ghouls. ghouls. Right in front of this guy who's a ghoul. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. We'll get to why that it flames out. Okay. But they get masks, and he asks them a bunch of funny questions. <laughs> yeah, and measures them all weird. And I yeah, do really that's... like Shark Tooth's mask. It's a shark. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucked. I didn't like it. I was just like, that's too big. <laughs> it's a shark. But I did like the, uh, the fucking, uh, I just call it Biscuit Girl because they all compare her to like some sort of bun or something. And uh, didn't he just wrap her entire head? Like He was just like, fuck you. <laughs> just wrap her entire face. He did that to one of them. I can't remember which one it was, but he just like wrapped their entire face and was to where it was just like no measurements could be used from that. He literally was just like, suck. Yeah, it probably was because she just, even though they've made her more involved, she's just a loaf of bread. Oh no, she's still just there. And it's weird because they have still not revealed why she's there. 
And I find that weird because it just, it gives her character so much, like, you're just like, oh, your character makes sense now. And I just, I'm like, give that to the audience, please. Because otherwise they're just going to be like, I hate, I hate her. Make, call her a bun more. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Biscuit girl. Anyway, though, did you have something? I was like, yeah, sorry, I took it no, over I again. Think that's, I think that's like the episode pretty much. Yeah, well, and his plan gets denied. That's. Oh, I forgot. Oh, by weird haircut guy. Um, I mean, like if this was Attack on Titan, he'd fit right in. <laughs> so. And they all like have the... weird hair. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's got like that super severe blunt bob, but his bangs are like at like a little angle. It's called so fashion. See, like, <laughs> okay, well, it looks it looks a little funny. I 100% agree, especially since pink-haired <laughs> girl has almost the same haircut. So, yeah, I, I thought it was a woman until they started talking. I was like, oh, that's a dude. They're dressed so so similar. I just I couldn't tell. Do we know that guy from... No, he's newer. Okay. So. But I, did, I do find it interesting that whoever leads the group, like, dictates the dress code. They're like, we all do the bolo ties. And it's like, we do a little <laughs> ribbon. <laughs> we all dress like Scarecrow puppet fucks. <laughs> like, if you look like they all do, it's just so, it's funny, but stupid. Like, the Q squad, other than Shark Tooth, they all wear white coats and stuff. And you're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm well, like, Shark Tooth has, like, white. He just has that ugly coat yeah. on over it. it. It sucks. He needs to stop wearing it. So. <laughs> Every time I see that coat, I'm just like, it's not that cold out. Maybe it is. I don't know. You're all you're all wearing fucking. It's like a sheepskin coat. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's never summer there. It just seems like I don't know. Whatever. Uh, episode nine. Shoe. Oh, we didn't cover. Shoe gets a photo of of Hase. Oh, little photograph girl pops yeah. up again and says, "Hey, why don't you?" Give this to him, but you gotta promise me you'll do whatever he wants. Yeah, and then she has like other photos to be like released at different times and stuff or something. So Yeah. So Shu gets all excited. He starts fucking racing down like a hallway in a wheelchair and falls on his face <laughs> like an asshole. And you're yeah, just like, all this, it's like I was just like comedy hour. Yeah, I was just like, man, I really hated this character in this show. <laughs> like, and he wasn't much better in the manga. So I, I just hate all this screen time that he's getting. I'm just like, man, you. Well, I liked him. Not. I liked him in the first one when he was like just fucking crazy, and he's just like snorting that that handkerchief that has his blood on it and just going yeah. all crazy. I liked that. Yeah, I liked him being a gourmet, and and not so much because he was gourmet, but it was because he doesn't he doesn't know what gourmet is. And he was playing; it was kind of just like him. I don't know. He was like a little kid wearing his dad's clothes in a way, and I like that about him. And he worked in that, but now that he actually has this like family of prestige and shit that we're learning about, and has like a formal education, I'm just like. Oh, so he's just an idiot, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Because this yeah. is incredibly out of character for someone with that that upbringing. Especially he would have like a, a huge advantage over ghouls then. So, 
as we learn in episode 10, we're just like, man, what the fuck? Was no one grooming this guy for Kings of, Keys of the Kingdom? <laughs> they were just like, ah, doesn't let him have fun. <laughs> let him eat whatever and put his dick in anything. You know, whatever. <laughs> so, um, And so he, he tries to, like, talk to Hase and stuff, and, the, and he calls them the annoying kids. They get in the way and stuff, and... He keeps wearing dumb disguises. And I was just like, man, it's like you said, it was just the the gourmet comedy hour. And he was just like, watch me dress up as a flower or a flyer guy. Watch me fucking clean a car. And I was just like, what is, yeah. what is this? I follow my face. And I think that this is the, actually the, this is the episode where Puppet Face releases the video of him torturing. Oh, the that's right. Um, and they, they basically kind of do it because they don't have any leads on the Rose family. And so they do it to kind of just tick them off and, and get a get a response. And uh, Shu's second in command. I, I don't remember his name. It's something stupid. Master Chef Junior? Master Chef. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were calling him that. Yeah, Master Chef <laughs> Junior. Because uh, we got a little of his backstory. Like he was picked up as a servant because he's like the lone survivor of his family or something. Um. And he, he looks up to Shu because Shu, in this version of this character, <laughs> this miraculous third season iteration, he uh, is just actually kind of like a really nice guy that like just unites people and makes them feel good about themselves and shit. And so he has this loyalty to him. And so he's just like, I'm going to have, I'm going to hire a gory tree to kill the, kill the kids so that, um, you know, shoe can my my master can get close to Hase, and so mm. they do that. And I'm just like, man, how many Ogori tree members are there, and why? <laughs> why are they just all standing around on roofs waiting to be hired by people? Like they've become real like hitmen in this one. And I'm just like, weren't they like an organization that was kind of like looking to take over a ward of the city and just be like, this is our ward. Don't come to our fucking town or something. It was just, I don't know. It was just kind of really weird now that they're just all hitmen wearing white so and uh they're also really dumb um because it's the agori dumb branch and uh <laughs> they're paid to attack the kids and instead they attack hase you know they even had a damn picture that hase was even yeah. like not even in hardly so it was just no like... he was he was half cut out of it and they were like <laughs> They sit there and they have like a group <laughs> memory of the picture. And they're like, eh, whatever. Just <laughs> And I was just like, oh man. He was half in the picture. We'll just I was just like, he even said the kids. This this guy when he cross dresses passes for a forty year old woman on the night on the town. Like, how the fuck do you think he's a kid? How? Just how? How is this happening? Um, Triangle Eyes and Shark Tooth, they go after the Master Chef Junior, who for some reason pays people to do a job and then shows up to also do the job. <laughs> and I was just like, man, you're bad with money. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're dumb too. Oh, I thought he was supposed to be like the bait to like get them into like the parking garage or wherever. Yeah, but then he ends up taking on two of them. And I'm like, <laughs> What are the other 17 guys? Of course, Hase. Yeah, it was just dumb. It was just real dumb. And then Torso's there because, I don't know, I guess he just 
Yeah. With the Who's dumb branch. On him? <laughs> Someone need. I don't know why they're keeping him alive. He is a fucking risk to the <laughs> organization. They're just like, well, ghouls are hard to come by. No, clearly they're not. They are definitely not. Um, and he finds Toru and he like pokes around the corner, like just all super, super creepy. He's like, hey, Toru, there you are. What's up, girl? And I was just like, oh, man. You're creepy still. And then he has a fucking orgasm when she starts just stabbing the shit at him. She's like, oh, it's like being connected to her. And I was like, ew. What is wrong with you? Even by ghoul standards, people are like, this guy's fucking weird. He doesn't raise a finger against her. No, because he wants to raise his penis against her. So that's. I thought he wanted to eat her. No, he wants to. He's a serial killer. He he just wants to cuddle the. He doesn't like his killing is separate from his eating. So oh. he he eats what he eats, but when he does the torso killing stuff, he leaves the rest of the body parts. He just wants the torso. So to cuddle. Mm-hmm. To cuddle. But does he eat it afterwards? I know that because they find all those rotting torsos. He has to just go get oh. another one. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's well, he weird by everyone's to... standards. <laughs> he no, he's, he thinks he's found the one. Collect her torso. Yeah, he, no, he, he's just trying to, like, go on dates with her now. He's in love. With more than just her torso? I guess. I don't know, because he seems to just want to cuddle with the full thing now. I don't know. Maybe he just cuddles with the torso because the rest of the women he kidnapped are just like, ew, get away from me. And he feels like Toro is different because she smells weird and can be stabbed. He's just like, I can stab you a lot. You live. <laughs> Yay. That's all I needed. And it's like, that's called a ghoul friend. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> Zing. Nailed it. <laughs> but yeah, his orgasms were dumb. I liked how... Um, a new character, newish character. I don't think we've seen it before. The grave robber, robber shows up, and she just like fucking kicks him through a wall to get him out of there. <laughs> she's she's yes. like, "You're fucking useless!" Boom! And I was just like, "Man, how tall is this parking structure?" Because couldn't like one guy run down and just like finish that guy? It just seems like that's doable. But and then I did kind of like her at first till she started talking. Yeah, the minute she like, started talking, okay, I was, just I was like, just, just shut up. <laughs> Your character blows <laughs> instantly because she's using one of the, the Quidditches or something. I call it a Quidditch every time. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, Harry Potter. <laughs> it's a so, okay, game. so she's a ghoul who fights with she Quidditch she, sticks. Yeah, she's too. basically just General Grievous. She's picking up lightsabers after killing Jedi. <laughs> so okay, interesting. Um. And then there's the really weird guy that wants to eat the bun, the bun girl, the biscuit, the biscuit girl. Yeah, the biscuit girl. <laughs> and she just sits there just like, please eat my head. <laughs> just go ahead. <laughs> and that was super weird because he was just like, hey, I don't know if I'm actually affiliated with anyone, but here I am to eat you. <laughs> and I was just like, do it. Fucking eat her. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's defeated all their targets, and the only two uh, Agori tree members with talking line. Everyone with the talking line escapes. Everyone that was just like, hey, I got a fucking stupid mask uh, is dead. And uh, 
and then a a mystery man fucking boots that guy in the fucking head and sends him flying uh, like 150 fucking feet. No word on if the second creepiest guy there other than Torso um, (laughs) is alive or dead. And then he just disappears. But then suddenly in episode 10, we start talking about who killed Amon. And it's like, oh, oh, spoiler, he's not dead. That was him. (gasps) What? Yeah, it's totally him. You can tell by his his outline. I I saw it and I was like, that's him. Wait, the old guy? No, no, not the old guy. The guy who booted the the creepy fuck in the head and then bounced out. Uh huh. The one that saved the biscuit girl. Amon is he was the old guy's partner. The one that was raised by the priest. That was like the main dude in on Yeah, the... I thought he was the guy with like that they had dinner with, right? That they had dinner with. What? Yeah, in episode seven with Akira? No. No. Oh really? No, he's been missing the entire series. Oh shit. I thought he was No. Oh, I thought he no, was the white haired guy. guy. No, the white haired guy is the guy who shows up at the end of the second season. And they're just like, that's the guy that all ghouls are fucking afraid of. Oh, and then I he's just, just thought... like single handedly fighting an owl. And they were just like, shit, man, you're crazy. <laughs> oh, I just thought, like, you know how Kaneki's hair turned white? I just thought maybe uh-huh. his did too. But it oh. was just shit. Oh my God. Yep. I had no idea. Yeah, no, he's he's been gone. Yeah, even in the manga, that part was a little just like, what? Because <laughs> it just shows them fighting in the manga, and then all of a sudden, like, Kaneki went, like, into the sewers, and that's where he gets his fucking eyes sawed out by the uh, the, the white-haired guy. And you're just like, well, what happened to the other guy? And then they were just like, he's missing, presumed dead. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, interesting. My theory is that he wonder he was collected just like the other the Tazazaki the the redhead guy that's all super gross and talking about jelly now. Oh um, yeah. I think he was abducted by at the same time, and I think he's also a ghoul now. So so he probably really hates his life because he was really against that, you know, being raised by a ghoul and everything. But he saved the. the yeah, I, I think he's he's the new Kaniki. He's in that. He's that. Rock and hard spot guy, where he's just like, I don't want to do this, but ah, I understand him now. And I think, I, I mean, I'm just waiting for the show to just get to the point where they actually talk and are like, hey, we, this is unfortunately the only way we can live. We're just people too, but we just eat people. And if, if maybe you just gave us your dead, we'd just be cool, you know? But the coffee shop ghouls just drink coffee, right? No, they, um, if you remember, they go and they get, like, dead people and they eat the dead people. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they don't actually, like, kill anyone. They just eat the dead people and, like, they can do it. It's just they they survive a a lot longer off of a lot less, so. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Crazy, crazy ghouls. Yep. Can't we just get along? No, we cannot. (laughs) That's what it's teaching us. Um, episode 10, Lindsay, take, take it away. Take it away. Okay. Um, it's been my favorite episode so far. No, I won't oh, lie. Shit. You should probably do this one. Well, no, I wasn't saying that to put pressure on you. I was just letting the audience know. I'm like, Hey, I really like this one. 
Um, okay, so let's see what happens. <laughs> um, Refer to your outline. I know, but it doesn't. Shit hits the fan. That shit hits the fan. That's the whole episode. That's the theme of the episode. Oh, okay. Shit hitting the fan. <laughs> um. Master Chef Junior. Did he get captured? He got captured by the one-eyed ghoul Master or the one-eyed Chef- owl. Master Chef Junior. Yeah. I thought it was. Oh, you didn't other, watch that. I thought it was the girl. The end to end. Yeah, the girl is the girl is. Okay, so the old owl is the guy who used to run the coffee shop. The right. the girl is actually his daughter, who was born half ghoul, half um, human. And she's the green haired girl. She's the green haired girl who's the writer who's manipulating almost everything behind the scenes. Who's and, dressed like a mummy? Yes, and like is dressed like a mummy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And has a lot of interest in Kaniki as well. Because everyone does, because he's so fucking cool and shit. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So she she captures him? Yeah, she captures him. Oh, what does she do with him? She's breaking, she's changing him. If oh. you watch the thing, if there's a little spot at the end where it's kind of like, it's almost like a preview of the next episode, but it's technically a part of this episode where she's she's like got his eyes sewn open and is... Oh, that's that's why he's that's not at Master the mansion. Chef Junior? Yes, yeah. That's why he's oh, not at the mansion or anything. Recognize him. It's because oh. he's, he's seen some shit at that point. <laughs> huh. Weird. Yeah, yeah she's stuff. She's using that guy for something. I mean, I don't know what because I'm we not that far ahead. So Okay. So Master Chef Junior's out of the picture and no one's around to protect the gourmet except for the gourmet's family. Yeah, which is rather yeah. large. <laughs> and I guess the CGC has decided they have enough evidence to bring down the House of Rose. Yeah. Oh, I think I I think I forgot to cover it in the last one, but um, the woman that the ghoul woman that was in love with the guy who got captured went and stupidly tried to free him or kill the scarecrow puppet face guy and got captured herself. And because she was not trained to, you know, withstand interrogation and shit, she spills the beans on the family. And so Uh. they, they look into it and they're just like, we want to keep this on the hush and just kind of take the family down all at once because uh, they have a pretty big organization like spread throughout the world. And it's going to like, crumble a lot of infrastructures and shit so which i thought was uh interesting so hmm. um oh and then heisei starts like looking for information on the one-eyed ghoul yeah starts, well on the eye patch ghoul eye patch ghoul yeah. and starts thinking that maybe it was him mm-hmm and Akira catches him looking at books and stuff. She's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he like starts asking questions and she kind of shuts him down a little bit. But then she hugs him. It's because he started crying, man. <laughs> I mean, he had a point. He just wakes up and he's just kind of like, he has to go with whatever anyone gives him that day. And it's just like, probably, a, I can imagine being a really shitty way to live where you're just like, don't know yourself in a way. So... And no one trusts him, so it's just like, ooh. 
probably probably sucks a lot. So he so he wants to meet the gourmet again. Mm-hmm. And he does. But and then he does directly like ask him, Hey, did you know I patch school? Yeah, and the gourmet can't bring himself to tell because I think in the other episode when they did get a chance to talk, um, I say it said that he was happy being human and or half ghoul or whatever, but he liked being he didn't want to be like eye patch ghoul. And no, so, that was this episode. That was this episode. Oh, it was? Yeah, that's oh. why he can't tell him because he was like he was I like I don't I don't want, want to lose my humanity and shit and like rattles shoe or the gourmet so he can't. He doesn't want to tell him anything about himself. So Yeah, which I thought was kind of sweet. Yeah, again, weird fucking crazy character development for the gourmet all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. Um, You've come so far from sniffing blood. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, oh. The Q squad goes undercover as ghouls, so everyone has their mask. Yep. And Heise is wearing the eye patch mask. Yep. And Which was dumb. He was just like, oh, I should wear this thing that clearly <laughs> is this other guy's thing. Oh, it's my <laughs> thing. Oh, people recognize it. Oh, crazy. <laughs> so, I think part of his mission is just that like, he was hoping to find some answers or something. Hmm. And, and I think we we went out of order because yeah then then they discovered that the Rose family because uh, okay. as I recalled it a shitty shit bag uh, reveals them and and then also gets killed because then that fucking crazy scarecrow puppet face guy cuts her fucking head off and I was just like you're you're a serial killer sir you <laughs> are a serial killer I do not like you I am waiting for the day where someone fucking guts you just like. Fucking guts you from side to side, but, which is a rather large side to side. <laughs> but the Q squad wasn't part of the extermination, or they are? No, they were. They they all they showed up at the house, and then what's this uh, triangle eyes gets all pissed because he's just like, "What do you mean? I don't even get to do anything." <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking uh, shark teeth had shaved his head by then. He was just like. And he asked some like really high up superior to shave his head. I was just like, what the fuck? But he still had that <laughs> stupid little like thing in the thing. Yeah, I was just like, man, he did a shit job if he missed that. <laughs> so, I guess that's just so that we know that's him. Like the, the face wouldn't give it away, but whatever. Well, at least it doesn't look like he has a mop on his head. <laughs> I prefer the mop to the shaved head look. <laughs> He looks like a douchebag, especially when he took the coat off. I was like, oh, put, just put the coat back on, man. Just what are you doing? Just <laughs> stop. Who? <sighs> Someone is shit in the bed with this character. <laughs> I guess he just he wants to like be more serious and get promotions so he can get money to cut the tree out of his sister's face. Yeah, well, yeah, she needs some like she needs like the R cells or something. Which is weird because they do a flashback and that's when they reveal why the Nutcrackers thing so so fucked up and damaging to him because his sister used to say the same thing uh, when like she had the tree thing. It was some, it's some weird like ghoul infection thing. So 
Uh-huh. And yeah, and I think he like blames himself or something. And I don't know, it's weird. I'm just like, so she's like not a ghoul. It's just like an infection. Yeah, no, it's just some infection. So, but it's weird because he's like he got like a million bucks and he has like no concept of money. He's like, is that a lot of money? <laughs> And I'm like, well, if that doesn't cut the tree out of your sister's eye, then what the fuck, man? How much money does it take to get rid of that thing? So, I don't know. Kind of, I'm starting to feel for that guy. I like, I kind of like him. So, yeah. Toru, well, uh, I don't know. Until they just have her be revealed to everyone that it's a chick, which I think Triangle Eyes started treating her differently because of the gender reveal. So. Which I still hate that guy. I'm just like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's still pretty awful. But I'll let, I'll let you take it up on the extraction. Because I... Oh, so, papa comes in. Yeah, what a nice papa. He drugs his son. <laughs> <laughs> so that they can spirit him away. Or so like a trusted servant can spirit him away. And then... He goes out, like, you know, arms all raised up. He goes, okay, gonna surrender. Just yeah, I thought relax. that was cool. It, yeah. It's like, we're all gonna just surrender. Don't don't even sweat it. Like, they, and they yeah. all do. They just... It's kind of fucked up, because you're just like, man, they're just gonna kill all of you. And he, did, he was like, hey, most of these ghouls have lived their lives as humans, so please treat them that way. Yeah, it's just... I mean, it just it goes to show this like it's just I mean, there's clearly like a lot of social commentary going on here about like class and race and stuff. But I don't know. I just wonder if there's ever going to be. I just don't think there's going to be a happy ending because, I mean, that's how our world is today still. So it's just it's very interesting to me. So I've always kind of enjoyed it. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Continue. Sorry. Um. But then they figure out that he's just stalling for time while they're while he's getting his heir to a safe place. So then they start thinking and they like realize, hey, it's gotta be one of these other buildings because we have like all these like roadblocks and stuff set up. So they're like, Oh, they're not gonna get out of town. They're like, wait a minute, they're taking him to a different building. Some guy in a helicopter said that, right? Yeah, he's yeah, they did a horrible like shit job of uh <laughs> fucking explaining that he's trying to become the like the next chairman and he just got back from germany where they just basically like send men they just send waves of uh investigators to try to kill a ghoul and that's how they handle things in germany because i guess like i don't know so far they've only mentioned ghouls being in germany and japan because you know that's a good connection to remind everyone of (laughs) i'm like hey japan you really really need to cut out that germany shit (laughs) They try to forget that shit constantly. So you, you guys kind of start to worry me occasionally. Where you're just like, it's okay, we got this. I'm like, mm, heard you say that once before. A lot of people died. Please stop doing it, please. Just like it's okay. Anyway, but yeah, he's trying to he's trying to like get credit. Like someone called him the hyena, so he's basically just like. Stealing credit, basically, to make himself look good. Hyena. Yeah, because, you know, they're scavengers. They scavenge oh, over Oh, so not because they're laughing. No, that guy was not laughing. It was, <laughs> it was for their more 
uh, other qualities. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, who knows? Maybe he's got a really infectious laugh that we just haven't seen or something. So, but I highly doubt it. And then, oh, the gourmet wakes up and he's like, no, take me back, take me back. But whoever his little servant is, is like, nope, can't do that. And then, oh, do they just start killing everybody at the Rose Mansion? Uh, They didn't actually show them killing anyone at the Rose Mansion. Okay, so as far as we know, it's still a peaceful... Yeah, Surrender. because well, they they sent them all to the uh, the building then that he's at, oh. where he meets where he meets Did everyone that really... the, the the family has helped over the years and stuff. Oh right, and they're like all prepared to die for him. Yeah, because they're just like, yep, we we understand this is this is the name of the game. We knew we weren't always going to have the protection, and this is how we're going to pay back our debt of getting to live like humans. So. Which is even more fucked up. And then uh, and that's when they show up and they're just like, we're going to fucking exterminate all of you. And it's the it's the pink haired chick. And that's when I was just like, fuck you. You're just here to murder. You're just a serial killer, too. All these people in this shit, they're just like, it's like that one guy. He was like the ones that struggle with it the most. He's like, are probably the most mentally balanced. And I was just like, yeah, we're seeing that clear as day with all these other psychopaths running around. So, and then it was like, eh. See you next time. <laughs> or people are gonna fucking die. Why are they after the gourmet so bad? They're just trying to find the whole group. They're just trying to eliminate the family and shit. Oh, so we don't know if they even. And because the, the guy wants, the wants, yeah, the guy wants credit, so he wants to find all of them. And be like, you know, your operation sucked because you let this guy get away, but I got him. Hmm. So. so he's just trying to be thorough, so we can imagine that Papa Gourmet is done yeah he's probably either going to go to prison or like they'll i think that what they do is they interrogate them get any information they can out of them and then kill them so or like the priest they just put him behind glass well the priest he's useful so the ones that are useful or or that are so badass that they can't kill them they they get to stay in prison so oh and because the priest even says that he's like i'm running at you know eventually i'm going to run out of being useful and you guys are going to off me so Oh, and there's they still have um, the little girl prisoner. Yeah, because she's gets to decide what to do with her or something. Yeah, but even he says like eventually they're gonna they're gonna kill her because once she has once she's given up all the information on the gory tree, then she's of no use. Why keep her alive? So unless he helps her escape. Yep, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I think there's only two episodes left, so I don't think that's happening. Oh, that was one of my other questions. Is is this season only going to be 12? I think so. Okay. Seems like it, but I don't know. I haven't looked up anything. My luck, I'll be like, no, they made this one fucking 24. But no, I think <laughs> it's like the printed American editions aren't that like now they're kind of like neck and neck with each other. Um, So I don't I don't see how they can go ahead because it's like the the people that control the mangas don't want the anime to like power past them because then no one buys the books. So, oh, money, money, all that money. 
I think that's uh, anything else you want to say? No. <laughs> no, I'm fucking bored of this shit. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I like the tenth episode a lot, but I mean, the rest has been kind of. I mean, it's just it's weird. It's not the it's not the same, and it doesn't have. Yeah, it's, it's very clear that the creator was just like, oh, like people really like this. I need to figure out how to make the story. I need to stretch it out, you know, and I kind of hate that because now it feels like we're kind of starting over. And that's this weird thing of like the, the shit that they've kept that hasn't been in the anime. And then some of the stuff they're dropping that's in the anime where I'm just like, what the f- what are you guys doing? What is this animation studio doing? I don't know. And the, and the just like the designs, I just feel like the first two seasons were more interesting and stuff. So. Okay. But. Mm. I don't I know. Can oh well. What happened in the first episodes? <laughs> that's that's a rather problem. Isn't it? There's a lot of surprises on this podcast for you. You're just like, oh shit, really? Say, I thought that was the guy they had dinner with. I did. Uh. And Akira and Amen, Amen. Did mm-hmm. they have a little something, something? Uh, they kind of like held hands for a little bit because he he took her back to her place when she was drunk, and he did all those push-ups yeah. because he was having oh, yeah. thoughts. So, yeah, <laughs> and then she called him a dirty pervert because she was like, "If you've been doing push-ups all night, you pervert." And he's just like, "Oh, busted." <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah. Then after that, they were kind of like somewhat romantic, and then he went off and got killed. So. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly, but he did it. He's a ghoul. <laughs> I I guarantee he's a one eye fucking ghoul. So. Well, that's gonna put a crimp in their relationship. No, because well, yeah, but but his <clears throat> his man rival relationship with uh, Kaniki will be be game fucking on. Who's the stronger one now? <laughs> Spoiler: It's still Kaniki. <laughs> He's our motherfucking main character, and everyone's got a foot long hard on for that guy. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Lindsay, are you uh, you ready for a new segment? I am. It's called Who Likes oh, Short Shorts? We <laughs> like short shorts. I'm gonna go through because I'm watching all but one of the short shorts, like the the like one to three minute ones and stuff. And like, I think five minutes is the longest one. And then there's two that I haven't watched yet that are 15 minutes long, which I didn't know they were 15 minutes long. I was kind of looking for other shorts, but like, did I get them all? And I was like, Oh shit, these are short, but uh, I'm going to go through. I got three that I haven't talked about. And then I'll kind of touch, might just touch up on, on two that I have talked about. (laughs) So you ready for some short shorts, Lindsay? Yeah, I feel like there might be a little overlap into the titty report. There might be, might be a little <laughs> bit. It's it's kind of like the subtitle, also titty report, <laughs> in here as well. But uh, we'll just we'll just go through it. All right. So the first one I want to talk about could be a it's not really a titty report one it's called alice or alice and then it has some long fucking super long subtitle it has to be date based off of like a dating sim game or something like just something because the title is maddening and how it makes no sense because none of the characters names are alice 
<laughs> and I don't know why it'd be Alice or Alice when it shows two twin sisters. I'm like, well, are they both named fucking Alice? That's stupid. And no, they're not. They're not. Neither one of them are named Alice. <laughs> um, it does that annoying thing where it's just like, here's this super detailed like art. And then like the rest is chibi shit. So it'll just be like this one scene where they're like, yeah, here's a sexy babe. And you're just like, weird and then it's just like chibi 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 <laughs> there's zero sense to any of the stories <laughs> they're they're not even like they're barely a minute long and there's like three minutes of fucking credits because i'm pretty sure amazon for some reason picked this up because it has full fucking black screen credits at the end and i've only seen amazon <laughs> do that and i was just like man this is a long Long. This is longer than the episode. The credits are longer <laughs> than the episode. There's that the many fuck? people involved in a yes one minute short. <laughs> yes, which is also crazy. Um, <laughs> so it starts off with the sisters. They of course share a bed, and there's a very uh, up close and personal uh, shot of their you know personal area. That's how the show starts, and I was just like, okay. This is probably going to be on the titty report. And then from there, it just kind of only does. It'll just be like, here's one detailed shot of that. And then introduces. They have these two sisters that both have cat tails, but no one ever talks or draws attention to the tails. They just have and they're blonde, but the tail is black. And I was just like, well, what? And they're not twins, but they basically are. One just has boobs and the other one doesn't. And that's a thing for a second. They're all vying for the big brother's attention. He has no fucking name. Incidentally. <laughs> He's just called Big Brother by everyone. everyone. Is he just like like the big brother of the classroom or he's literally their big brother? Uh, for the twins, he's their actual brother and he finds them adorable and they have slightly different personalities. Like one's kind of a sundry and the other one's kind of just like, I don't know, soft spoken. I guess I don't. I don't really know how to describe her. She, they don't really have personalities, but. And then, like, eventually, he gets them a job at a maid cafe, and then like the cat sisters get a job there too, but they never show anything. They just are like, "Oh, we're done with work today," and I was like, "Well, it's a minute show. I guess you can't waste any time showing them actually working." And then the person that runs the cafe also likes the brother. And then they just find a random girl that's been, like, thrown away. And I kid you not, she's been abandoned <laughs> like a cat. Which I will do to my cat, because he's making his second fucking appearance on this podcast. Um, and, yeah, she's just, like, in a long t-shirt and thrown away. And then she's just, like... Is she, like, in a trash can or a dumpster? She's in a box by the trash. Oh, God. <laughs> And she's just like, she just like jumps out and is like, give me food. And they're just like, ah, oh, fuck, you scared us. You fucking, what are you doing in the garbage? And then she is taken to the maid cafe where the maid cafe owner just like adopts her or something. <laughs> like she just starts living there and, he, and she's the character that eats all the time. And then suddenly there's a rival maid cafe that has a horror theme or like a spooky oh. Halloween type theme. Instantly better, I might add. Um, and then they start, she kidnaps the dumpster chick and is just like, I'm holding her hostage. If you want, if you want her, you got to have a competition with me. But if you lose, you all have to come work with me. And so they do that for like two episodes. 
And they're just like, please stop allowing yourself to be kidnapped for hamburgers. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? And the brother, because he has a major lollycon for his sisters, um, the uh, the rival leader person, because none of their names matter. <laughs> she uh, she takes some drawings that the other one was doing, like of a manga, and so he's he gets like a nosebleed. He's like these these chocolates are the best because of the the pictures are in there or something. It was just, it was weird. And, uh, yeah, they're all just, like, really super suck up to the brother. So that's why I'm just like, this guy to be, like, some weird dating. Some shut the fuck up, cat. Oh, he listened. Oh. Huh. And, uh, nope, never mind. He's at it again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's real, just, it's real dumb. And then, like, the art at the end is ten hundred times better than the rest of the art. Like, there are all these, like, wonderfully drawn scenes of the girls just doing dumb like overly sexual things when I was just like, why do I keep watching this? Oh yeah. Cause it's only a minute and I just turned it off when I hit the credits and that saves me two minutes of my life. So there's, there's that one. Huh. As something happened in the background. Um, and then the, this one I really like starts abruptly and always in the credits, which is super weird, but it's called crossing time. And it's just about people that are stuck at a at a uh, like a street crossing where they have to wait for a train to cross, so they're just stuck in front of the like the the bar. Oh yeah, yeah, uh huh. And it's super interesting because it just finds different. It goes to different people like almost every single time. A couple of characters have made repeat appearances. Actually, just one character, I should say. But like, it starts off with these two girls, and this one girl's like. Which just shout when the train goes by, which shout who we love, and the, the one girl doesn't want to do it, and she's like, "No, just come on, just do it." And she's like, "No, senpai, I don't want to do it." And then she ends up shouting the name of her senpai, and of course, it's embarrassing for like both of them, and especially because the senpai didn't shout anyone's name; she just wanted to hear who she shouted. Oh, and she, she was like, "You didn't shout." Trick. Yeah, she was like, "You didn't say a name, did you?" And she's just like, "No, no, I did not." <laughs> so. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, this is interesting. If it, if it was just them every time, like, I was like, all right, that's fine. But then, like, the next episode, it's this teacher, and he feels awkward because he's stuck behind, like, one of his students. He's like, oh, no, I got to, I got to, like, I got to say hello. I can't just be that mean teacher or whatever. And so he's like, oh, I got to, like, talk like a teenager. And so he, <laughs> he like, ducks in front of her and goes, yoo-hoo. <laughs> and the girl, like is just like choking back laughter. She's just like, Oh my God, what the fuck are you? She's like, why are you talking like that? He's like, he's like, maybe she didn't hear me. And so he like does it again. And just, and he's just like, yeah, my, my daughter says I'm a weirdo too and stuff. And it's just, it's really funny. Like their interaction. Cause he's just like trying not to be perceived as like a dickhead teacher. And then ends up just coming off like real cornball and shit. And the, and the girl's just like, please stop it. You're fucking killing me. I'm just, I'm trying not to laugh at you. And it's, it was, it was super cute actually. And then there's this brother and sister that they only text to each other. They're standing right next to each other, but they'll only text <laughs> and they'll text about stuff that they're, they're <laughs> she'll be like, where are you? And he's just like taking a poop and he's like standing right next to her. <laughs> and then their interactions, and then they have a weird, like, gross brother sister thing going on at times too and you're just like oh that ruined it um my favorite has been this girl 
that's standing there. And all of a sudden this face appears out of the bushes and freaks her the fuck out. And he's just like, I'm a drunk guy. <laughs> and I woke up with no, no clothes on in the bushes. And he's like asking her for shit to cover himself. And the whole time he just has his head peering, peering out and he has this like super creepy look on his face. And he's like trying to give her like life advice and stuff. He's like, don't do this. He's like, but you probably shouldn't take life advice from a, ma- a naked man in the bushes. <laughs> but the message is he's like, don't you have anything to like, he's like, don't you have like some pantyhose? And she's like, um, yeah, I guess. He's like, I'll tell me your address. I'll make sure you get the money. She's like, don't fucking worry about it, man. <laughs> and then he puts them on and he's just like, these are fucking see-through clear ones. Don't you have dark ones? She's like, I didn't bring a range of options, you drunk asshole and then he's just like take this orange and she's like i don't want your fucking orange he's like take this orange it's delicious it's the only thing i have here i woke up with them in my hand i ate one they're really good and she's like i don't fucking want your orange (laughs) and then she ends up taking the orange of course but like theirs was hilarious i was like please let them run into each other again please um and then the the most recent one was super crazy because it shows this guy. He's like older, like he has like these like graying hair. And uh, he's like thinking back of uh, his childhood when he like he ends up in the same town he grew up in. And he's like, ah, I remember this stop and everything. Like this is the time where I used to always see this girl across the way. She was always like reading and stuff like they would always pass each other. And he would like never said anything. And then like one day he just ran up to her and was like, scared the shit out of her because he was super intense and intimidating looking gave her a letter and i forget what he says how he says exactly he's like um here i am this is everything everything i say and uh love me or not type of thing and just like gives it to her and he's like, oh man i wonder what happened to that girl and he kind of just looks and he sees this other girl reading a book and then on the back of the book is written what he said to her and he was just like what the fuck (laughs) and i was just like please let there be more i'm really invested please let there be more for this guy so who's the character that you've seen twice uh the only the brother and sister actually and both times they just did their their funny text thing so i mean it was really funny and then like the second time uh, his sister's just like, yeah, go home by yourself. I don't give a fuck. And then these girls show up and you realize that her brother's like super popular and all the girls want to bang him. And uh, they invite him to karaoke and he's just like, well, I guess I'm going to go since I don't have anything to do today. And uh, the sister's like grabs his arm and is like, please don't leave me. So, but then they're just, ah. it's, it just gets weird and sexually like chemistry there. And I was like, ew, go with the girls, dude. Go bang both of them. Whatever, man. Just don't bang your sister. Just don't. Japan, <laughs> stop it. This is why your birth rate's down. So, is, oh, go how ahead. How many episodes are out? Uh, just ten so far. It's one of it's one of the seasons okay. when all of these are airing currently. So they're all up to either nine or ten. Uh, okay. Actually, I think they're all on ten because I, I I made sure I was up to date on everything. So. <laughs> uh. Next one, Space Battle Tiramisu. Actually, I don't know if I wrote that right or not. So this one, I did not know what to expect, and I did not expect it to be a short either because it shows a bunch of space mech battles. And I was like, cool. I need a new space mech battle thing. Yeah, it's like a workplace comedy. (laughs) So 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's different. But I'm also really curious. Uh, so they're fighting these like clone people, basically. They're people that have been cop. They're like a copy of people. And I didn't really understand that. Like they, they hate humans because they're co- clones of them. I don't know. That part of the story does not make any sense, and is I, I just kind of go, eh, whatever. But the guy you follow, he's like this ace pilot and stuff, but he's also uh, horribly antisocial and uh, does not like to be in like public spaces, and he hates space. <laughs> so he only. <laughs> The only place he feels comfortable is in the cockpit of his mech. Um, so it's oh, he's always trying to like he eats in there and stuff. And then like the first time he gets <laughs> he gets like a rice ball explodes or something. He's like, oh, it's got to get in all my shit. <laughs> and so he's like trying to eat it all out of the air while still fighting and crap. <laughs> and then this uh, this mechanic woman, she's just like, oh, it, like he tells her like his 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 parents are like dead, like he's an orphan or whatever. And so she. Um, improves his cockpit by making it like real old lady like like she puts doilies and shit and he's just like someone's, <laughs> someone's fucked up my fucking this is my sacred spot <laughs> and uh, she thinks she's helping <laughs> yeah and then one time he gets stuck out in space like he runs out of like fuel or something and they have to like still buy their own like specialty foods and shit and so all he has is um, like this plain like rice shit or whatever and he starts putting it like all over his body and like eating it because <laughs> he's like all oh, the salt from my body makes this really good so he's just, like, he's just like completely naked and then the the team shows up to save him and he's just like don't come in don't come in <laughs> and they're like we're cracking the hatch he's like no he's trying to get dressed again and it was it was super funny as he shout when he showers he comes out covering his nipples and this one guy always calls him like honor student or some shit. He's like, "Hey, honor student, what are you doing?" And he and he's really <laughs> suspect. This guy, like, he looks like a real man's man, but he's always just like, "Hey, buddy, like, <laughs> you want to bang in the bathroom or like anywhere, really?" Um, and he he explained because he always has like inner monologue and stuff. He he covers his nipples because he feels they're weird, and like they show them and they drew him like under the peck. And I was just like. <laughs> What the fucking amazing? Uh, another one, he gets stuck out in space because that happens to him a lot, apparently. And um, a uh, one of his pubic hairs, like, comes up and he starts talking to the pube. And they call that, like, he, he can tap into the universal voice or something because of that. <laughs> then later on, the pube comes. He saves the pube in, like a, a, like, a gum box that he keeps. And then the pube gets free and he's just like... He's like, I got married, and it's another one of his pubes, but it's a woman pube. <laughs> and they like they save him from something, and then and, like the his pube dies, and that's like the woman pubes a widow, and he's just like, I'll avenge you, I'll avenge all of you, and just like goes a little crazy, and it was just like, what the fuck? Uh, his brother shows up and uh tries to like get him to join the clone army shit and he he wears this eye patch thing and then the eye patch falls off or he leaves it behind he's just like oh shit man that's like my third one they're super expensive and he's just wearing it for show and i was just like that's fucking great and they they drive their mechs by being in this like jelly shit that you like breathe like real matrix style shit and he can't do it like he panics every time he's like i can't fucking breathe in that shit and so they're like, he's like, hey, 
Harry, get up there. And then Harry gets up there and Harry's a hairy guy. <laughs> and, he, and so he's just like, hey, fucking rookie, this is how you do it. He's like, all right, now you get in. And he's just like, uh, can we drain the tube? Because, like, there's gross. Like, they show, like, skin flakes and hair all floating in there. And he's like a germaphobe, of course, too. And he's just like, no, that shit's really expensive. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> and so then the brother, like, of course, clones him. So now he's going to, like, fight his clone and... It's it's dumb. And then uh the uh the the admiral who runs the ship, his daughter shows up and she wants his mech for some reason. So he has to fly hers and it's customized to look like a woman. Um <laughs> and so he can't fight because he's like paralyzed with fear of like how everyone will make fun of him. <laughs> but then he realizes he's never touched boobs. And that by touching the robot's boobs, it's like touching boobs. So he touches the boobs and they're bombs. And so they blow up. And I thought that was amazing. So, <laughs> And it's just it's just a lot of dumb fun. And I think I probably spoiled like every gag, but it's still kind of just fun to work. It's worth watching. <laughs> Actually, I didn't because there's a there's another thing. I won't even spoil it, but there's there's a robot and she's great. So <laughs> she's like I was just like, you're the single-handed, the most annoying and best character now. Thank you. <laughs> so those are the three new ones. And now I'm going to do a quick uh, update on My Sweet Tyrant, which I totally did not get right the first time I talked about it. So this is the one where the guy treats his girlfriend like shit. <laughs> but because he, like, adores her so much. Yeah, it still does. It's uh, borderline fucking creepy. Um, his... They do some weird flashback when they start dating where he pretty much covers his walls with pictures of her, like every square inch. Like it's very, very creepy. Very creepy. Uh, I think I talked about how the sister also really likes the girl as well. And they do these great scenes where she totally fucks him out of like any sort of thing. So like in the most recent one, they go to the beach and he thinks he's going to get an indirect kiss, even though he could probably just kiss her like, but whatever, dumb. Um, and so the sister's like, oh, I bought this pump so you can just pump up your floatable thing and he doesn't have to do it for you. And he gives her a look and she's just like, fuck you, buddy. And I was just like, sister's best character. Best character. Uh, they explain why she puts up with it because her father's the exact same way to her mother and to kind of her. And I was just like, that's that's not healthy. <laughs> that's not healthy. <laughs> That's kind of it. I'm just kind of seeing that one through, but it just it has not gotten any funnier or anything. Um, oh, the, when they go to the beach, she's like, oh, I'm probably going to peel because I got a little bit of burn. And he's just like, so she'll drop off skin. <laughs> and the Aww. friend's just like, why was that innocent comment so fucking creepy? <laughs> and I was just like, because it is. It is. <laughs> and then rounding this off is... Tachibana Khan to Lie Angle, which is a title I still don't understand. What was the, was the, did I talk about how they introduced the purple haired chick with a water gun fight to show their tatas? Oh, yes, I think that's where we left off. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's gotten, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit weirder now. So. <laughs> The the one that has like the pink the younger pink haired sister goes like they go stargazing together and they're gonna like about to kiss under the stars when a wild boar shows up and makes them just kind of like bonk their teeth together 
so that's like their weird first kiss and then they they get away because who cares and then uh another one the main character she gets sick and the purple haired chick has to like take care of her by like pressing her body against her and it's weird it doesn't it doesn't make any fucking sense either <laughs> and then in the most recent one hot springs gotta do the hot springs Hello. so they the uh the blonde pervy one the one that doesn't wear underwear mm-hmm. and uh flashes her cooch on the stairs which like where's where are these women in real life they don't exist that's not <laughs> that's not a thing you're more likely to see a guy's balls on, his, on touching the <laughs> stairs than you are to see that. And, and you're like, oh, gross. Balls are gross. Oh, God, I'm throwing up everywhere. Um, but she decides that they're going to have a ping pong competition. And the winner gets to get a backwash from the main chick and also give a, or get a backwash and give a backwash. And the main chick's like, what the fuck? Why am I the prize? Like, huh? And then they all super suck at ping pong. <laughs> it's really, it's really dumb and funny. And then the, uh, of course, the pervy uh, white haired chick, she also pulls off this like fucking demon fucking serve and wins. And then, uh, and then of course they got to you know, do the hot springs and the other chick's super nervous about it. And the white haired chick's like, I, I'll save it for later. You don't have to worry about it right now. And then, I don't know. That was, that was it. It was, it's just, it's really just, I'm like, man, this is just like a guy's biggest wet fucking dream. (laughs) This entire show. They just do, they do everything possible other than actually showing nipples and stuff. But, oh, and it's strip ping pong. I forgot. That's an important part. Of course. But the catch is, so you have to take off your, an article of clothing until you're, all you have is your your robe, but none of them are wearing bras. So it's just like a, it's like a one point fucking game, and they're all just taking off underwear. <laughs> so that was that was it. I was just like, yeah, a dude wrote this for another dude. He's like, hey, buddy, you'll love this. <laughs> and that's it. There's only one other short, and I didn't know it was a short, so I didn't have time to watch it. But uh, maybe maybe short shorts will make another appearance. <laughs> I kind of want to see that crossing one. It's actually really good. Like it's one of my favorites of this season just because it's, it's kind of incredible how well they just build a character in such a short time. You're just like, man, fucking I've, I've watched 10 episodes of a, of a different show and I still don't give a fuck about this character, but you guys did in like three minutes or something. So, and it's just, they're all funny. Like the, the guy in the bushes, man, that, that episode, <laughs> killed me i was just like oh my gosh please just i need a i I had to pause it at one point because i was laughing my ass off so like when he was trying to give her the orange i was just like take the orange from him he's got nothing he's a drunk guy in a bush he's not thinking and her face i'm just like i don't want to be in this situation please please train just go so we can cross the road like it's just great because she's just trapped there and can't go uh, just, uh, it's so fucking funny. So fucking funny. And the teacher won. So just because his his Yahoo was just so it just I it was so unexpected. 
Like even me telling you about when you actually hear it, you're just about like that. What the? F- <laughs> where did that come from? So, yeah, it's real funny. Highly recommend that one. And it does not have 13 minutes of credits. And the song's really short at the beginning. It's just like it does everything right. It's everything a short should be. It shouldn't be about the song. <laughs> and I shouldn't have to watch more credits than show. So <laughs> that's that's where I stand on that, though. I think that's a wrap, Lindsay. I think we have done done this long enough or something. <laughs> We uh, we appreciate you listening. Hope you're enjoying the new hosty thingy and being on all the platformy thingies and all that. We still appreciate comments. Lindsay will eventually answer some of them. Just direct all questions towards Lindsay. I'll force her to, <laughs> force her to leave a comment. She'll just be like, no, yes, no, and no. <laughs> I didn't ask any yes-no questions. Well, that's how I answer her. That's how I answer her. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening. Lindsay, take us away. Bye today.